Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Welcome to the Making Magic podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm excited for this conversation that's about to happen. I have a feeling that all of you out there that are trying to make a wave out in the social media space, that are trying to sell transformational workshops that are changing people's lives, that are trying to find your own authentic expression in how do you share your gifts, your soul, your stories in a genuine, grounded and authentic way so that you're not just another self-touting social media douchebagging <laughs> I could go on kind of person on the social media space. I know so many people that don't share themselves because they don't want to come off that way because you feel like your gifts could be shared and you want to share them, but you stop yourself for a multitude of reasons. And my guest today, who is one of our magic media partners, uh, we're doing a launch right now for his beautiful Awaken Your Myth coaching journey that is launching in June. If you're looking to awaken your own myth, I highly recommend you go to awakenyourmyth.com and meet Eric. Eric, I'm not going to scroll the whole page here because I have the real here you. But before I go any further, I just want to showcase to people so that they can have their jaws dropped and talk about your five and a half million likes on social media, which is actually probably bigger because you had that video last week that had 1.2 million views. Uh, you have 70K followers, over 5 million downloads on your Listen to Sleep app. Uh, you're doing big and beautiful work from your off-grid home up in the mountains. And uh, I'm just, I'm grateful to get to know you and the time that we've had over the last six or so months of of working together. and. Uh, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the Making Magic podcast. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, uh, I really, what an introduction. And I very much enjoyed our work together. It's been transformational for me. And what you said in the opening was so true for me. And what kept me from doing the 15 ideas I had before Awaken Your Myth. And... I think that it's really important to point that out, that if you want to do something, you really need to find a way to start it. And yeah, you're going to make mistakes. There are probably times where I come across looking a little douchey, <laughs> despite my best efforts. Um, but ultimately, if you don't start, if you don't share who you are because you're just afraid it's not going to go well, it's not going to go well because it's not going to go. Mm. So. Well put. Well put. <laughs> and I will say that was the, the first intro to this podcast in the years and years I've been doing it that I used douchebaggery in the opening <laughs> introductions. So it's a beautiful new chapter here in my life. And it's a beautiful new chapter in your life as you... Uh, get to share this Awaken Your Myth journey. But before we get into what Awaken Your Myth is, um, I would just love to understand more and, and for you to share that because I've been really impressed with your relationship with social media and your relationship with 
uh, how you storytell and post in your feed. And for anybody that's on TikTok or Instagram, uh, go check out Eric's posts. And are they, is it Awaken Your Myth? Is that No, the, it's Listen to Sleep. Listen to Sleep. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so go to, to at Listen to Sleep. Um, what has your journey been with producing beautiful content on the channels? Well, it really started with my podcast. So it all started with audio and I have always liked making videos and it was a hobby for me. When I first got on Instagram for my podcast, when I started it four years ago, it hobbled along to, you know, like I would, I would, I think I was following 500 people and I had 300 followers following me back for years, three years, maybe, but I was just doing promotional posts you know i'm like this is this week's episode and i would make a little video of it from around the cabin here and i would try to do like something creative but ultimately it was kind of boring and it was all promotional and then a friend of mine said hey TikTok is kind of fun this was like during the pandemic about a year and a half ago uh, summer before last and said, you should try promoting your podcast on TikTok. And at the very least, you could do audio for TikTok that people would reuse as the audio on their videos because I'm a voice actor too. So I could do, you know, like those things where you see people reading a poem or whatever, and there's some music underneath in a sunset. So I thought, yeah, I'll have a look. And I, when I first got on TikTok, I didn't understand what it was, but it was fun. And so I kind of, I was like, oh, I can sort of see what I could do here. And I played around and you can go to my TikTok and go all the way back to the beginning and see my very first TikToks, which are not good and didn't get very many views. And, but I was, I put myself out there and I was learning. And then I got one video that hit one day. It was me and my fiance walking down to the creek and like watering the raspberries. And I just did it like a minute and a half, like all my videos I kind of do now just a minute and a half of life, a slice of life, and a little story about what we were doing. And it got like 7,000 views. And I was like, ooh, these can, like, people are interested in some of this stuff. And then more than that, it was the feedback I was getting. People were like, oh, that was so peaceful. God, I needed, I didn't know how much I needed that trip down to the creek, just that walk. Hmm. And so I just kept doing more of that. I'd take my dogs for a walk. I would do, you know, just chill things that I do every day. I would make a video of it and I would tell a little story along with it. And it was just very authentic. It was just me being me. And, um, or I guess I would say it's a curated authenticity. It was a slice of my life. It was for a certain purpose, mostly to help Gen Z kids feel like they had a grandpa who cared, who could, you know, who was like not a D-bag and, and somebody who really was, who cared about them. So I built this community of people who, like you were saying last week, I had a, a video that did a million, almost a million views on TikTok. And out of 8,000 comments on TikTok, there was one, that I had to block one wow. 8,000 people left condolences for the, the dog that we lost here on the mountain. And people were so touched and people like left 
comments about that, vulnerable comments about losing their own dogs, about losing members of their family. And it was like a place where everybody could kind of come together and grieve for a moment. And I thought that to me is why I'm there. If I if I made these videos and you know it was the other way around, I was blocking almost everybody and every once in a while getting, you know, some real engagement back, I wouldn't do it. But I've been lucky enough to create a community of followers who they don't put up with that, first of all. You know, like they're they don't like let people get away with that. And they don't do it. So it's a it's like building a community anywhere, really. And what you put into it is what you get out of it. If you go into social media trying to like stir up controversy or just do memes all the time, or I don't really know how that works. I've never yeah. done that. But I know I've I've seen other friends of mine who have large social media followings get completely burnt out because their content wasn't aligned with who they are. They were going for success in social media with a formula that wasn't who they were. And I think that probably works for some people, but it didn't work for me. And what uh, worked for me was just being authentic. I, I love you just really nailed, I think, what the majority of people struggle with, with the relationship with posting on social media. And I, I know for myself as well, um, when I was doing it, is the posting based on a formula that is working for other people that are selling you that formula right. versus posting something that feels authentic to you. And I've discovered that in the, since February 1st, I started a YouTube challenge and my most successful YouTube videos were my body, mind, swing golf videos, uh, yeah. following my journey of like training for professional golf. And my daily lifestyle of playing in the dark with glow balls. And, and for the first time in my whole life as an adult and content creator, uh, I start, I launched a channel body, mind swing in March after doing that challenge. Cause the most responsive videos I had on my business channel were my golf videos. And I'm like, okay, I need to start a, a golf channel. And, uh, I've been posting every single day since that February 1st challenge. I do a video every day of like, whether it's my weight training, my golf training, uh, playing my tournaments, et cetera. And uh, it feels like the most authentic content I could possibly be creating. There's like no trying. It's just like, I'm so passionate about this and this is what I want to share with people. Yeah. Um, and I love that you say that. So I'm curious what your, uh, your content creation, creative process is like, how do you decide on what you're going to shoot? Or do you write out a script first? Or do you just shoot and then see what comes together as the day unfolds? What is your process like? Well, I have two kinds of videos I do, basically. I have the, the video where Bodhi and I go for a walk. And that's just me, Bodhi, and my camera. And we go for a walk and I shoot vertical footage because I like, I love shooting vertical footage. You know, for me, it's just fun. That's the way I see things now and how my eye works. So I will just walk around here in this beautiful place that we live and take a walk with Bodhi. And while I'm doing that, usually things are coming to me that I'm going to maybe talk about in that video. Uh, and then I'll come home. I will export everything off of my phone and onto my computer. I'll take all the video I shot and just throw it into uh, an editor 
and cut it all up and move it around. And then I do a, uh, a voiceover, which I actually just do into my phone. And then I air, airdrop that to my computer nice. and I wind it up and boom, done. I, I try not to take too much time with it because part of what I love about it is not overdoing it. Mm-hmm. I want it to be authentic and quick. And I don't want to spend my whole day making these things, you know, yeah. um, and I also, I think about the whole part of it. You know, I think what is, what is the story that I'm telling here? It's nine, it's 60, 90 seconds long, you know, anything longer than that starts to get too much for the pr- platforms I'm on. Yeah. But what, what am I talking about so that I'm clear? What are the most important parts about it? And then like, what, what's the music for this going to be like? Cause I always put music under mine uh, and so it's it's like a process of just making a thing that has a vibe, a tone, a story, uh, a message, and then poop out it goes. And then it's it's hard sometimes to release attachment to them. You know, sometimes I'll do one that I'm like, oh, that's like my best video ever, and you know, thousand people watch it. And then I'll do one that, you know, just I just put it out there, and a million people watch it. And over time, I've I've found myself letting go of that, like the results, I, I care less and less. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't care at all. But the other kind of video I do is just sitting and talking, which is let's just talk. And there, I don't really script it, but I come, I, I get the general thing I'm going to say, and I just talk to the camera. And then I just cut it all up to to have the sections that I want. And that's kind of my style. Like it's obviously cut. There's just cuts where it's like, I'm here and then I'm there. But I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't need to just be me saying one thing perfectly or reading. I can't stand when people read teleprompters, you know, and if I was gonna get it perfect every time, I'd have to read a teleprompter. And I don't really want to do that. So I'd rather have it just like, here's me talking. Yeah. And then I can fix it all later. And also it lets me when I'm editing, if I said something while I was recording that I knew I wanted to say again and say it differently, I can just say it again, right? While I'm sitting there and I know with my cut, I can just drop it in. And so people expect those kind of cuts from me. They expect that kind of video and those get pretty good engagement. And they're also a way, like that's the place where I can start talking about Awaken Your Myth is in those videos where I'm talking straight to the camera and I'm like, hey, this is something I'm working on and it's I've got these five free workshops this month, you know, please join me. And even if I don't drop an actual link into that or call to action beyond please join me, that please join me makes them go, oh, the ones who really want to join me, you're going to go where, you know, they're going <laughs> to they're going to go to my profile and see the link and then they'll get it. So there is a, there's a benefit to sort of being uh, personal with people and also not going too far into the call to action realm and letting people kind of come to you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, Some great wisdom there just around, uh, you know, you've obviously experimented a bunch to discover these two styles just like making videos doing voiceover going out on adventures sitting in front of the camera and talking to it um i mean how many videos would you say you've posted in the last last 
say four years? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, probably find out uh, pretty quick here. On, in, on Instagram, I got 193 posts, and on TikTok, it doesn't tell you how many you have. Probably um, quite a few, but, though. Yeah, I'd say probably about the same. Yeah. yeah, I mean, isn't it amazing that you can make a video talking about showing your life, sharing some insights, and that that can reach millions of people in an instant it's just it's so yeah. amazing it's so amazing all over the a, world it really is a, a you know i even though i don't do social media i know the power i mean for magic kids we're about to launch our app we're going all in on social media for magic kids um yeah we're we're gonna be we've got 30 comedy sketches we start producing next week as a way to reach parents and grandparents with our message Cute. um gonna be like saturday night live it's gonna be so fun um so it's it really is a great medium and i think the thing that turns most people off is i mean the trolls that will show up to your content and and diss you yeah um not wanting to appear uh self-centered or narcissistic or look at me so that's where the beauty of what you're doing and what I like to do with my golf videos is like capture a bunch of footage and then do voiceover. I love that. I love making that style of video mm -hmm. uh, because you can just capture a whole bunch of footage and then you just get home, you piece it together. And then I throw my voice over top of it, sharing a message, sharing a lesson, sharing some form of teaching that's inspiring. And if you don't get it right in the first take, you just delete it and you start again. And then you throw some music in there. And there's something powerful about like the words have a message. There's the wisdom. The music creates an emotional connection. They can take, make people feel sad. It can make them feel inspired. The music is really powerful. And then the visuals captivate people's imaginations and they pull them into the story and they make themselves feel like they're a part of this story that's being told. And it's just, it's such a beautiful way uh, to be sharing a, a message with people. Yeah. You yeah. don't need great video skills. Um, I know you, no. do your, you do your computer. I use an app on my phone called CapCut for all my videos, which is so easy. It's free for the basic version. It's like so easy to be using. Oh, yeah. For the first year that I was on TikTok, I edited everything in TikTok. I just switched to using my computer uh, Yeah, last year, I guess. And actually, you're kind of better off to edit in the app if you can because they prioritize that content yeah so if you you know if you use those uh, those editors you're probably better off i just am also like a professional editor and I, sometimes i want to mess with the timing and the audio in a way that i can't in those apps yeah. so i got I, I just started feeling like i want to work a little bit more on this i want to do a little color correcting on that yeah so i'll throw it into resolve and uh and give it my once over but then a lot of times i will actually just use the music from TikTok rather than putting a music track in because TikTok will ding me a lot of times even though i have the rights to stuff they are so copyright conscious that they're they won't let me post the video until I've gone through a whole process to prove to them I have the rights to use the music. Right. So, so <laughs> it's it's great. Uh, the CapCut app has like infinite amount of music in it, which is yeah. also great. Um, it has all of TikTok's music in it because it's, exactly. it's it's owned by TikTok. Yeah, it's uh, which basically means if I'm using CapCut, that means TikTok 
privacy is probably following my every move. <laughs> You're not Damn an investigative it. journalist. You're probably yeah. good. Damn I don't it. think they care too much about you or me out here in the woods. Whatever you don't I'm think doing. so? No. Yeah, oh, he walked from the creek back up to the cabin. Oh. Yeah, he's living a pretty boring life. Let's go watch somebody else's TikTok. <laughs> um, so what would you what advice would you have for somebody i mean i know the people who listen to this podcast these are people that have big hearts who want to make a difference who have life wisdom and stories and experience and all the things it takes to change other people's lives uh but they've got resistance they've got resistance to posting maybe they've tried it maybe they've been inconsistent uh maybe they're scared maybe they they keep making, they have a long list of excuses on why they won't, can't, or shouldn't. Um, right. And for those people whose message isn't being heard right now, uh, because they're not doing the thing, what, uh, what advice or words would you share with them? I would say, I feel you. I see you. I get it. I was Mr. Resistance for most of my life. And what I realized when I moved through the majority of my resistance was that that resistance was a protector. That was me protecting myself from something. And in my case, it was my fear of not being good enough, my fear of not being able to do the things I wanted to do. And so my resistance was basically taking care of a 10 year old that lived inside of me that was going, we can't do this. We can't do that. And my resistance is going, oh, you know what? We're not hurting that 10-year-old anymore. He went through hell with this when he was 10. And we're just going to, yeah, no, we can't do that. So that's fine. We're just not going to. We'll do other things. doesn't matter. Come up with all the excuses. The resistance is really good for those things. But I'd say what you do, the, the real secret to resistance is to embrace it and to say, oh, hi. Hi. Who are you? What are you? Who are you protecting? what are we what are we doing here you know like you're you're a protector oh okay and see who is getting protected and then look at yourself and say am i that and if the answer is yes then maybe you still need that protection and maybe it's not time but if the answer is no i'm not that i i have i i feel like that's something i could let go of then you're going to be able to move with authenticity because if you just try to stop, if you try to power your way through the resistance by just doing it, that's the easiest way to give yourself all the validation, all the validation the resistance needs to be right, you know, to fail massively and to just go, ah, see, we shouldn't have done it anyway. Didn't that hurt? It hurt, didn't it? So I'd say address that resistance, you know, and be there with it and see it for what it is. It's not bad, you know? Because when I first realized how much resistance I had, it was Gabor Mate who told me. And I was just like, oh, I felt like I had failed the workshop I was in. Like, oh, damn, I'm the guy with the resistance. But then what I really realized was this resistance is my friend. This resistance is a part of me doing its best to love me. And changing that relationship changed everything about what the resistance was doing. You know, I find very little resistance in my life at all anymore to anything. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there aren't, I don't still have preferences, but I don't have, those preferences aren't based in resistance anymore. 
Beautiful. What a great answer. <laughs> great, great question. Answer. Yeah, I, I was looking for like a three-step process or something, but this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here, here's the thing, and this is a great segue to Awaken Your Myth. Yeah. Because Awaken Your Myth came out of me having all these Gen Z kids on TikTok go, what did you do to get to where you're at? They would see these videos of me walking around in this beautiful place with my dog, you know, like I, my job is being a podcaster, you know, writing and reading sleep stories every week. I'm sorry, not sleep stories. That's a trademark of a very large company. I write bedtime stories and people were like, how, what did you do to do this? You know, well, there were two camps. One was, oh, privilege you know they would just write it off immediately privilege and yes they're right luck privilege i've had it all but i would tell people that what i did wouldn't work for them because it was based on what happened in my life at a specific time with specific circumstances and specific conditions yeah. you're never going to face those same things but i can tell you how and why i got here and that's really where Awaken Your Myth came out of. And that's kind of my way of being there with people's questions is how and why. Because the what, there are a million ways to what. And if somebody had seen me starting on TikTok or if I had followed somebody else's three-point plan, it wouldn't have worked because it wouldn't have been mine. And instead, there's like this whole new thing on TikTok of, you know, this old guy who does walks with his dog who has a half a million followers that all these young kids love that wouldn't have been there because I just did my own thing, you know, that was about my why and my how, not somebody else's what. I love that. So let's dig into um, the Awaken Your Myth. Uh, you have a series of free workshops where we're one workshop in at the time of recording this. Um, you want to share a little bit about what's coming up this this next month? Yeah, yeah. It's um, what I love about these free workshops is uh, that's the one we just did, and that that's a good one because that is basically the start of all of it. It goes through the hero's journey, and awaken your myth is based on two things that were huge influences in my life mindfulness and the hero's journey and what i did over the last couple of years was take 40 years of personal experience and distill it down into those hows and whys that these kids were asking me for hmm. and that became awaken your myth and the idea is that the hero's journey is a timeless story it's the oldest story we have as people that is about finding out who you are. It's an ordinary person in the ordinary world with nothing special needing to happen first, setting out on a journey to find out who they are. And it's such a powerful thing. It seems almost trite, you know, like we all go, I know who I am, but do you, do you really? Do you know who you are without words? Do you know who you are in a non-conceptual sense? Do you have a sense of the timeless nature of yourself? 
That's the kind of stuff you can find through the hero's journey. And that's why those stories are so impactful for us. That's why we're so invested in Luke Skywalker and Neo and the Matrix. And we we want that person to find out who they are because we want to know who we are. But a lot of us stop short of actually looking. We use our minds, just like talking to ourselves, telling ourselves who we are or, you know, weaving a story that we then hold tightly to and believe. And stories are super important. The hero's journey is a story, but stories are something that we have to hold lightly. And this is about having these stories, understanding these stories, but using them to access non-conceptual knowledge, to access who we really are as people, our intuition instead of our mind and our ego. Because when we're trying to look at life as a problem to be solved, we only have access to our problem-solving mind, and that will never get us there. But when we can go deeper, and when we can have access to our intuition and yield to that instead of to our doubts and our fears, then the entire weight of the universe is behind us. And that becomes a completely different way of living. Yeah. So ultimately, Awaken Your Myth is about the steps you can take in your own life to move towards that sort of a life and approaching your own life as a hero's journey and then combining it with what I call the myths mind reset, which is mindfulness. That gives you an awareness of where you are in the ordinary world at any moment. Because while you might be on one hero's journey at the transformation stage or the very end, you're probably also starting another at the very beginning. And being able to be present with who you are and where you are is what mindfulness is really useful for. And when I got my certification as a mindfulness teacher, that was really the key that that unlocked all of this for me and let me combine these two things to create the myths mindset, mind reset. So then next it becomes yielding because ultimately surrendering to life is far more effective than fighting our way through it. But people don't like to think about the idea of surrender because it sounds like giving up and that's not something we do, Yeah, you know, especially here in America. <laughs> but yielding is like, I call it the, uh, the thing you can do before surrender. Surrender isn't something you can do. Surrender is something you can be willing to do and, uh, and be ready for when you are asked to surrender. Yeah. Yielding is something you can well, do well, right off the bat. You can say, I'm going to yield to my intuition instead of my doubts. I'm going to see what life is offering me and I'm going to accept it. And I'm going to yield to that. Hmm. I may not want it, I don't may not want it to continue, but I am going to say that this is true and it's where I'm at. Now, where do we go from here? What's yeah. next? And then it goes on to embracing transformation, healing through community. And lastly, it's about storytelling because you have to be able to, to tell your own story in a way that not only inspires you, but inspires other people and see it as a hero's journey, if you're approaching it as a hero's journey. And that, like I said earlier, also involves knowing that my story is my story. It's a story, let's put it that way. It's not who I am. It doesn't define me. 
It doesn't limit me. It is just a story. It's the way we communicate as people. We tell stories. So I want to communicate with you. I we could sit here and just stare into each other's eyes for 30 minutes, and that can be very powerful. But it's also not the only way we can communicate. So it's about how do you tell a good story? You know, how do you tell yourself a good story about your own hero's journey? And then how does that become something that brings you closer to your dreams, a life with more prosperity, more mindfulness, more inner peace? Because ultimately this whole thing came out of searching for that holy grail of inner peace and worldly success. Beautiful. I, I love I mean, this ties back into what we we're talking about earlier with people wanting to find authentic ways to share their gifts, to share their story, their wisdom. And I feel like this process for anybody that's willing to go through this is going to come through the other end with a profound new lens on how they tell their own story and how that can inspire others. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the whole idea. And all these, uh, the free workshops we're doing have everything that's in the program. There's, It's not like I'm keeping anything for the paid version or anything like that. The paid version is really just a way if you want to spend six weeks with me and a group of people who are really committed to dive into this and really live it and, and experience it on that whole different level, then that's for you you know, for sure, come join us. I want, I want to see you there. But my goal with this is to get this information to as many people as possible so that they can start today. If, yeah. In fact, if you go to the first workshop, I, I did a handout that's there, uh, a download of a guide that will get you, it's got all the, the questions and kind of like the basics from the workshop distilled into a way that you could start living your life more like a hero's journey today, just with that. And if you want some help, then come and join us in the community. You know, if not, just do it, go for it. You know, you can do this. I'm not teaching anything you don't already know. I am helping people see what they already know. I'm putting them in touch with their own inner knowledge. I don't have any advice. I can point to who we are. And then you're going to show me your unique expression of who you are. And that's really where the power lies, is that it, this program is going to make people more authentically themselves. It, there's no, nothing you need to believe to go through this. You can come to it with any religious beliefs or none, and, and it's going to work. Love it, man. I've been scrolling through the upcoming workshops. You can sign up for these five free workshops right on the website here. It's down towards the bottom of the website. Um, these are free. And then the actual program itself goes live in uh, June 14th. And it's six weeks to awaken your myth. And uh, is, I just haven't got to know you for the last six months. I know this is going to be a beautiful journey. Um, and you're, you're, this is the beginning of a beautiful new chapter in your life. So congratulations on uh, everything that you've been working on within yourself and within this, this beautiful awaken your myth work that you're bringing to the forefront here. It's, it's really exciting to see. And I love 
I mean, my joy, I've been working with creators for uh, coming up on 10 years. And um, my joy is like seeing people step into the gift that they're here to bring. And so it's really cool to just witness you like fully embracing this. And every time we get on a call, you're just like, you're lit. You're so excited because no longer is this just a thing that's spinning around in your head, but you're taking all the steps forward and you're not attached to like, how many or who's showing up you're so excited to show up to the moment to exactly who is there and it's a beautiful thing to offer people and it's uh it's an exciting new chapter you know this is just this is the beginning of the happy new now thank you thank you yeah and i i gotta say it wouldn't have happened without you you know when we first chatted mm, last fall i had had an idea of awaken your myth for a year already. And I had a mighty network that I had paid for and was doing nothing with. And I had, you know, like, a, and, I, and I thought I might be writing a book and I was just scattered and I didn't have the, the focus that I needed to kind of put it all together. And uh, the work we did together definitely honed that focus and your feedback and working with you was what allowed me to see, okay, even when we started this, you know, I was actually going to do a course, but then I was like, no, this is a coaching journey. It's different. It's not going to work as a course. And, and it's being flexible like that and having somebody to bounce uh, ideas off of has been super helpful. So I, I can't, you know, say enough how much working with you has been like the reason that this is what it is. No magic media, no awaken your mind. I'm excited to be a part of it, man. I, I think you're yeah, doing beautiful you. work in the world and it's going to be awesome to witness this first group go through it in June. Uh, and it's just, it's so wonderful to see you taking what you've been cultivating in the social media space and giving people uh, a platform to step into and a real community. Cause no matter how we look at it, if you're on social media, it's, it's not a legitimate community village but what no. you're doing is you, you're building these people a virtual village where if they've been inspired by your work. They can step into this new space and actually receive sport, support to take real steps in their life that can make big changes. And that's that's exciting. It's it really does work. You know, I've, I've helped a lot of people build communities over the years. And when you have like a, a supportive ecosystem for people to step into to get out of the chaos of Insta and Facebook and TikTok and all the things they actually like come in big things can happen for people and that's exciting and i i see you in your leadership and your presence to you can be able to help people make some big changes and that's a beautiful gift to offer the world at this time thanks man i'm way to go I'm so excited about way to go it. <laughs> way to go uh i guess my last and final question which i meant to ask earlier but then we we just kept going in other directions is like how much fun are you having with the creative process of making content for social media? Like how satisfying is that for you? That's a great question. Uh, is it fun? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's really fun. It like, what does a, you know, like, like, like a hobby you love, like golf for yeah. you. Golf is fun, but it's like more than fun. You know, it's not like day at the beach fun. Yeah. There's something, you know, um, and I think that's, there's an element of, hmm, 
sharing or uh, like just being who I authentically am. Yeah. That is what makes it worthwhile. And I also think that's part of what makes it uh, as successful as it's been. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think you can also fun will work if you have like, if your thing is fun, like if, like I'm not, when I was younger, I was more of a fun person than I probably am now. Um, and, and I'm still fun, but fun isn't like the motivator to me. It used to be, but if fun is a real motivator to you and you can do fun on social media, you know, I think yeah. do you is yeah. kind of what I would say. Ooh. Or if you're super serious, you know, I've seen people do the most wonderful, very serious, you know, uh, TikToks. There's this guy who's a biblical scholar and I, you know, like I've never even read the Bible, but he's just very interesting. And he's always breaking down the Bible, like from a research, he's like a scientist who breaks down the Bible and he's super serious, but his content is great. And he's got tons of followers and he does his thing, you know? Yeah. I'd say the, the real key is that I found the thing I love. You found the thing you love to everyone out there who's like thinking, what should I do on social media? Just start doing what you think you might love. And if yeah. you don't love it, don't keep doing it and switch to something else. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately I think that's where you're going to find your success in social media. And it's going to be, it's not going to matter whether there you have a hundred followers or a million because you're doing what you want to do. You're doing your thing. Yeah. The best way to not find your thing that you love to do is to not do anything. So if you continue <laughs> not doing anything, then you'll continue not finding what you love to do. So that's right. my advice to you. If you don't want to find the thing that you love, then keep not doing anything. Yeah. 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 Like I said, go to my TikTok <laughs> and, and look at my, my first TikToks, you know, yeah. like they were, they were not at all like what I do now. But if I'd have never done those, uh, you know, I would have never had the weekend I had last weekend where I was just showered in support and love and was able to really like share something very meaningful to me with a lot of other people who were very touched by it. As a matter of fact, if you listen to that first workshop all the way to the end, there is a woman in there who came to that workshop because of the video that she had seen on Instagram and because it had such an effect on her. And she talked about what the effect was and it made me cry. Hmm. So that that's what is possible if you that. just start yeah. and Amazing. be who you are and put that into what you're doing. And resistance, well, just chat with it. Give it a big hug and chat with it when it comes around. But it won't stick around when you do that. It hates that. <laughs> Get off me. Get off of me. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you. Here. I'm the boss. <laughs> so sure you are. Go sit down. So funny. Well, it's a beautiful closing, though. Everybody, check out awakenyourmyth.com. Go follow Eric's work on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube at Listen to Sleep. And uh, you have the Awaken Your Myth podcast as well. Yeah. So that's another great place. If you're on Spotify, go check out Awaken Your Myth podcast. Uh, Eric's doing great work in the world. Hopefully he's inspiring you now to go do your great work in the world. Thank you, Eric. Really appreciate the conversation and the partnership. Thank you, Bradley. It was awesome chatting with you. 
Likewise. Thank you so much, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate the work you're doing in the world. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.